When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And all I'm doing is put moving my arm. And wow. I'm talking about I was exhausted. So when you, you know, as I'm sure we'll talk more about the little things you take for granted. Yeah, of course. Literally pushing a motorized wheelchair button was draining. <laughs> Man. It's, it's a crazy feeling. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the episode of Who Can Relate. Today with me is someone who has inspired me on so many different levels. And I know he's going to do the same for you. Mr. Troy Brown, thank welcome you, to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm, I'm super excited too, man. We, uh, I usually have my pre-calls um, like a day or two before the episodes, and ours was like a week. Yeah. So I and, I and I was driving, so I couldn't like. I usually take notes. I'm like super prepared, and I was like, remember this by the time you get home, man. And so I did. I like jotted all down and had the structure rolling. But uh, I'm going off the top of the dome. Cool. Let's uh, it, so let's let's start with. Um, how we know each other, first and sure. foremost, as your fiance walked in and she's like, I don't even know, right? I don't even know you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we met at uh, Sports Rehab LA. Uh, shout out to them. They, um, I was there initially for my knee surgery recovery, and then um, we'll get into why you were there as well. And uh, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, we'd see each other. We kind of had randomly had the same schedule uh, to, to go there. And, um, you know, one thing led to another. We started talking, following each other on IG. Yes, sir. Both our significant others are named Shay. It was like perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, where are you from? Where, I, so, I don't even know if I know this. Born and raised Los Angeles, man. Okay, okay. Um, what went part? To college. I was born, born and raised in Ladera Heights. Okay. Okay. Um, went to Crossroads High School, okay. Santa Monica. Cool. And then um, I went to college in Atlanta. I went to Morehouse College. Oh, dope. Okay. Yeah. So kind of got away, got that experience, you know, yeah. away from home. Yeah. Moved back here. Okay. And uh, started going to law school and working for a sports agent. I was going to be a basketball sports agent. Oh, so, dope. Yeah, man. Okay, so, cool. That's my thing. Dope, dope, dope. Okay. Um, yeah. And again, so you're uh, recently engaged. We'll, we'll talk about all that. The uh, Yeah. The video's dope. Has it hit you yet? She's <laughs> making wife decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Already. 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 I love it, man. Um, but look, the, uh, you know, as, as I said earlier, um, one of the main... Um, things I think about when I when I see you or hear about you is the word inspiration, right? And as we'll get into um, how that became about for your life, right? Little Let's did you it. know. Little did I know. Little did you know. Can you take us back to the faithful day sure. 12 years ago now? 12 years ago. In July, right? 72008. 72008. Um, take us through that, that sure. day or night. Sure. More sure, specifically. Sure. The story goes, as I've been told, that day, you know, regular Saturday, I think it was, going to the barber shop. You yeah. Know, at that time, I was a club promoter. Did okay. So I was in law school, sports agent, like, man, let me make some extra money, club promoter. Yeah. Um, and uh, apparently, so I would always leave the club a little early, 1.30 in the morning. And story goes, uh, I crossed the street, got to the middle. So it's a two, it's a two lane street. So, you know, one way each way. Mm -hmm, got mm -hmm. to the middle, and you stop for some, another car to pass in front of me. 
yeah um from right to left and i guess a car came from my left to my right and it hit me um in the street and so a car hit you in the street how fast was it going 40 45 45 40 or 45 yeah one of you i know you say you don't remember um Mm -hmm. did someone tell you they hit you from the side dead on did you see it coming? Or well, I mean, so I guess you can't remember. I don't remember yeah, any of it. I yeah. don't remember it going. To, I don't remember anything, you know. Yeah. So I would. I, knowing myself, I probably didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't drink. So it's not like I was drunk or anything sure, like that. Sure, sure. Um, I, I think that so apparently they ran the light at Ivar in Hollywood. OK. So if you're running the light, you're probably speeding through it. Yeah. And it was probably. You know, people in the street and too much time for me to, yeah. not enough time for me to react. Sure. I don't, there is a video of it, you know, obviously for illegal, legal reasons. Yeah. It was my, my, my dad saw it. My dad's my lawyer. Okay. Uh, my dad and so, yeah. but I've never seen it. I've never wanted to see it. Yeah, no, um, no, of course. So, Trauma. Uh, yeah, man. I, you know, randomly when you're, when you're first injured, you put, the, you try to put the pieces together. Yeah. But then after a while, you know, I do think to myself like, man. Sure. Why didn't you jump out the way? And sure. obviously, well, you must not have had time. Well, in hindsight, right? right? Here we are. Exactly. You know, we can easily talk about exactly. it now, but in that moment, which is a second or two, maybe. Exactly. You know what I mean? Okay. So you get hit by a car. Mm-hmm. You break your leg, your back, and your arm. I broke my leg um, from below my knee. Okay. Like, you know, your shin. Yeah. They have a rod. I think it's probably about uh, four inches, maybe. Okay. Um, and then I broke my elbow. Mm-hmm. So the little elbow right there is a ball. It's fake. Um, and then I broke my neck. Right. My, from um, C4 to C6 is my okay. technical terms. I mean, look again, and then we'll get back into it. Just, I want to, <laughs> luckily it wasn't any head damage. I so mean, that was a big thing for my family. Like my family, yeah. my family was like, well, check his brain. Right. You know, so I, I, they actually put a monitor you know, when you first first back in the day, I had a huge patch of hair because okay. they had a brain scan. Sure, sure. You know, you, you, you I think I had a concussion. Yeah. They obviously are going to monitor like, hey, what's his, yeah. what's really going on? There? Yeah, for sure. You know? So again, I mean, that's now again, obviously a blessing. Right. Uh, it's always a blessing, but but definitely that's the first thing I think of. You know what I mean? Um, so you're in the hospital. Yeah. I'm sure God knows how many surgeries. Um, had, yeah, I mean, I've had that I've had a total of, we can count them out. My my hand, because it's paralyzed, I've had it twice. Okay. I've had my elbow. That's that's two, three. Okay. Neck is four. Shin is five. Uh, and then I had another neck surgery to revamp it. So about six. Six total. total. Yeah. In a span of? Probably two years. But, wow. but I probably had, you know, the large, I had three in one night. You know, one day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, at this point, after these surgeries, one by one, what are the doctors telling you and or your family as far as, you know, what's to come long long term? What's life like? Right. Yeah. yeah. Man, you know, that's honestly the craziest part of this, you know, and thank God I'm a believer in God. You know, my blessings, I count them. Um, So, again, honestly, I don't. Story goes, mm-hmm. depending on who you ask my family, you know, some people say I was in a coma for five days. I've heard two weeks. Wow. So it's, it's, it's all, you know, thank God there's, I'm not anymore. Right. Right. So, so, so we don't, I don't really care to be honest. Sure. But, um, 
I don't remember them telling me anything until week seven. My mom. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. Me personally. Mm. Let me. So, so imagine a hospital bed when you, when you're looking and imagining standing there looking at the person in the hospital bed. Yeah. My mom had a sign above my head that I couldn't see. Okay. Obviously. It said, no bad thoughts in here, prayers only. Wow. It, man. Cause I, I wow. saw, I saw a picture. I saw the sign, something. And I was like, you know, I put two and two together, mm. but, um, Mm. They said I never walk again. Wow. So let's talk about that. Yeah. I actually ordered a wheelchair. My family ordered a expensive motorized wheelchair. Sure. Per that diagnosis. Per, per that diagnosis. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you know, you you sit with people and you get tested for it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That that wheelchair never never uh arrived. Oh, oh, arrived. oh, okay. The order got messed up somehow. <laughs> it never went through. Man, let me tell you about three months four months later i was like mom what about the wheelchair we ordered right and it, it just wow. never hit oh, crazy and and we're gonna get into why that's so ironic um you know i uh i heard your story through some of the trainers at the gym yeah uh never never with a one-on-one conversation with you um i had watched your tedx talk um probably probably last year at, at some point um so I, I got bits and pieces of it, of it yeah. all. Right. You know, and of course you, you try to imagine, you know, what, what life would be like, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. for you, who was someone who was healthy at the time, uh, lived a quote unquote normal life, had aspirations, had, had dreams. Here you are now in a matter of a second, a blink of an eye, literally your entire life not only changes in that moment, but forever. I want to ask about the the mindset that you had before your accident. Maybe some of the things that you know we all do, but you took for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, you never would have thought would be difficult, mm-hmm. you know, down the road until you're 90. You know, you need your wife or someone <laughs> right. to help your kids <laughs> right, right, take right, care right, of you. Right, right. But what was your mindset before? Because I we'll get into later. You sure. know, I'm sure what it is now. Sure. Um, what was your mindset before the accident? Like, like, who was Troy before the accident? Sure, yeah, yeah. I was the athlete. Yeah. Jock could do anything I wanted. You know, everything yeah. was a sports metaphor. Yeah. And, um, you know, you get up. You literally can do it all. I remember sure. getting up in the morning, going to school, working out, yeah. going out, and the next day doing it over. Literally <laughs> like, popping up. No problem. Nothing. I know. I no know. No issues. And so yeah. Yeah. Um, I relied on, you know, look, was I am I a bright guy? I like to think so. Sure. But I relied on my athletic ability yeah, for totally. to get me through totally you know? and um it's different now yeah it's different now. so so during during the you know so now we get a little bit of background who you were before the accident and then you have the accident and now yeah. you have all these surgeries so time wise just kind of take me through on the timeline um when you could actually start doing physical therapy of of any kind sure well so they when you're in the hospital probably week again let's say i was in there eight weeks i just try and keep it at that in the hospital in the hospital eight weeks week seven and week eight they start doing therapy of some kind okay leg mobility slow slow process yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. i'm talking about troy getting your wheelchair shout out to dr hunt (laughs) forced me to get in my wheelchair and just try to push it down the hallway right right let me tell you i had an electric wheelchair trying to get it from this seat where we're sitting mm-hmm. to 
10, 15 feet away yeah. was so draining. Wow. And all I'm doing is put moving my arm. And wow. I'm talking about I was exhausted. It, 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 so when you, you know, as I'm sure we'll talk more about the little things you take for granted. Yeah, of course. Literally pushing a motorized wheelchair button <laughs> was draining. Man. It, it's, it's a crazy feeling. So let alone, as I saw in your TEDx talk, when your trainer is telling you, because I wrote down the quote, you know, you said, uh, okay, you know, step right, Troy. Right. You know, and because and, and, your, your right leg was, was. My right leg's good. My right was leg good. is great. Step right, Troy. Okay, cool. Cool. Step left, Troy. And you're like, mind to body. Hey, come on, left side of the body, left leg, move. And it wouldn't move. Not moving. And for how long and how frustrating was it? I mean, let's talk about it. Let me tell you. So. I don't tell how long because okay. I'm going to tell you why. That's a part of, so so let's go back a little. Yeah. And we can, I'm sure we're getting into this more. Yeah. I remember being in the hospital and just asking God, the, what I said is, God, please let me get to a walker. Mm. And all I want to do is inspire. That was, that's literally, wow. what I said. Yeah, literally what I said. Sure. So it's interesting. We were having this conversation, right? <laughs> all I want to do is inspire. And so as I've gotten to where I am now mm. and, and people hearing my story and talking to me, I don't tell how long it took me because everybody's timeline is different. Okay. Sure. And I don't want people to be discouraged mm -hmm. if they don't, if they try that. to compare. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's only natural. Yeah. That's good. But I will say that the process of walking again is a process sure right you know sure. so you know any recovery right yeah acl yeah torn anything you're, you're going through a process and sure and i hope that we get into it at some point whether it be you know this time or another time yeah yeah the mental aspect oh we're gonna get into it okay cool. don't worry okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry okay cool so yeah um you know it, it, it's one man it's one of those things where mm -hmm. you mentally like as you're saying you could hey left leg go 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 yeah. right leg's good yeah and I'm, and again, this is three paces, right? Right, left, right. And, and so, um, I, you know, certain things in life, you remember the feeling of yeah. graduation, marriage, proposals, right? Yeah. We discussed, mm -hmm. I remember the feeling of when that left leg moved mm. and, and it probably moved half an inch. But still, but still, it moved. But still, but still, <laughs> the mind connected bro, to it. It connected, Man. and so, um, and I think that 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 little bit, again, however slight, mm -hmm. is the thing that people have to remember is what will continue. Sure, it's not going to be these. You know, you think you're going to go from not walking to walking, yeah, or not walking to running, exactly, or, or whatever. No, I, I literally, th I thought running, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. right? Athlete That's mentality. the athlete, in athlete mentality. Yeah, um, I take. I, I listen to people like ourselves when I when we talk I listen yeah. my sister who's who's a surgeon she said Troy you got to count the little victories yeah and it's the like the littlest things I'm so thankful for yeah and so um yeah it's a process man so I mean because actually I wrote down little victories we'll, we'll get into it but you know the the main question that I have that I think a lot of people listening would have is if you can recall what was or were if there were more than one what was the biggest challenge that not only did you have to endure, but that you were like, I don't know if I can ever do this again. I like, like, like the most frustrating moment or moments, if, if you could recall. Yeah. Um, two things. Okay. Mentally accepting 
it's okay to be different. Got it. Right? Yeah. Which it's, which is which is huge. I don't want to cut you off, but but yeah. I want to I want to go down that yeah. road. In in a society where we're so quick to judge. For sure. And here you are an athlete, and then all of a sudden, now you're thinking I'm in a wheelchair for the rest yeah. of my life. So that mental thought of I'm now different. I'm looked at Correct. different. I, I'm going to be treated different. I'm going to maybe talk to you different, whatever the case is. But for you to have to even ponder that thought it's is deep. And still. Yeah. And still. Yeah. You, know, you have to you, uh, look, I, I'm still doing therapy to this day. And you have to think the question is, when does it stop mm. or does it? You know, what's the decision? Sure. That is a decision sure. to make every, you know, when I, I obviously we're quarantined. So I Peloton. Yeah. When, yeah, I, yeah. when I get on the bike. Like, do I want to keep doing this? Yeah. You know, that, that's that's the first thing. I would, the, the second thing is probably, um, again, I can't shoot a basketball. And that yeah. eats me up. You know, that, 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 yeah. that eats me up. So. Yeah. I, well, I mean, you're hitting home for me. Yeah. You know, I uh, grew up an athlete, mainly mainly with basketball, you know. So it's like taking shopping away from a girl. Right. It's it, like taking candy away from a kid. Man. You know, it's, it's all the same. And yeah. I think it's the fact that it wasn't on my timeline. I didn't get to decide. Right. Right. You know what I mean? That's right. what I think about. Like, yeah, I didn't get to decide when I don't want to shoot anymore. Sure. Yeah. You know? It's kind of like that athlete, that old athlete. Right. That's still playing. Right. And you're like, bro, it's time Just to hang it up, go. man. And you know what I'm saying? You know, he's waiting for his time. Yeah. To go yeah. When his and that. And sure. You know, you want that choice, you know? So. Yeah, totally. I want to talk about what you did and more importantly, what you didn't have power or control over in the months and in the years to come. Um, what was, what was some of those situations, you know, if you could recall, like, what did that look like as far as, sure, I want to do this, but I can't, um, again, throughout the years, you know, et cetera, the whole timeline yeah. of it. The first thing I'm a huge driver. I love driving. Okay. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm a driver. Sure. If we go to, sure, I can fly to Vegas. I'll let you guys fly and I'll drive. Okay. Right? okay. Just my thought, my time. Yeah. Just yeah. To, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so obviously I couldn't drive. So okay. I, I remember one of the first things I remember thinking was even in the hospital, you know, when I was in the hospital, mm -hmm. man, my right side is moving. Okay. I can drive. Mm. Right. Yeah. I only need a right leg and a right arm. I'm sure. good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Um, you know, basketball, obviously I missed, yeah. I missed greatly. Mm -hmm. Um, it's the little things, you know, it's, it's, it's being able to, and I can speak about this in my TED talk, carry my mom's groceries. Yeah. You know, it, it really, this isn't an injury that highlights the big things because those things, you know, they're, they're, the big things are the extras sure. in our life that sure. we get to do. Yep. You know? Yeah. That we get to do. Yeah. It's the little things that you can't do. Right. You know? So, yeah. Um, to little things that, putting on your shoes and socks yeah um it's, it's stuff like that that i frustrating we're frustrating sure. parts right but then sure. you, you keep you got to keep trying and then you figure it out and so finally hopefully you get it done and part of that is is what you believe you can do right, right? And, and and what you believe maybe you can't do right because it's all mental and again we'll, we'll talk about that but um a quote for you from uh, the author john c maxwell which is per yeah. per yes. the book you'll have yes. to get yes. into yes. it um he says, your beliefs control everything you do. 
I know that that's easier said than done, especially someone in your situation who has, you know, 12 years has been still a, a, a long road, right? Battle every day. But once you can kind of master your mindset and more importantly, your beliefs, right? Eventually you, what you believe on the inside, in turn, you accomplish on the outside, right? I couldn't agree anymore. One of the things you said on your TEDx talk was you used the word choice. And I have a great, another quote for you that I think you're really going to enjoy. This is, um, this is Jim Quick, is another author yeah, yeah. Um, of the book Limitless. Yeah. He's, he's known as the brain doctor. Yeah. Okay. He says, um, this is good, so follow me. He says, life is the C between the B and the D. B is birth. D is death. And that C in between is choice. Life is the C between the B and the D. So while you're on earth, alive, before you die, that C, you have a choice to make. And in difficult moments in our lives, which obviously you experience, they can either diminish us, define us, or develop us. But the beauty of it all is we ultimately get to decide that. Man, that's that's good. Hey, that's good. (laughs) Yeah. Preaching over there. Yeah. But, you know, it's again, when you said choice, I was like, because that's one of my favorite quotes. And I was like, that's that's perfect. I didn't make sure I get it in there. But again, I I really wanted to hone in on, you know, we have the ability to make that choice. It starts with mentally and then eventually physically. Yeah. You at a certain point in time through the surgeries, through the physical therapy, through the years to make a choice. Yeah. Give up or don't give up. Yeah. Take me kind of kind of through that. Good question. First of all, the quote is, I need that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, again, and this might be an extreme way of viewing it, but I think this is just the easiest way. Sure. It's really the choice of if you're going to do it, then you do it. And if you don't, then you don't. Mm. And that, that this is a such, I, I think that I, I, this is the first time I'm really saying this. This is such a big undertaking. Yeah. And I don't want to diminish that. No, no, that, yeah. That's that people hearing this, like things like this are a big undertaking. Sure. That doesn't diminish anybody else's undertaking, but it is a big undertaking. Yeah. And so the answer is I just choose every day. I don't choose mm. tomorrow. Yeah. I just live for today, today. you know? Yeah. And I'm going to choose to do my all today. Otherwise, you know, it's it's the quote of how do you nail it one bite at a time? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and so each day it's hey i'm gonna keep going and, you know today's the day. what not, why not why not sure why not sure and so that's what for me for me breaking it down yeah into this journey of each day sure makes it so much easier than yeah me thinking about my life with this yeah and there's another you know saying by jesse itzler is great great uh, entrepreneur he says uh how you do anything is how you do everything mm-hmm. how you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. And it, it says a lot about you as a person. I'm sure even before the accident, before all the surgeries and rehab, yeah. you were a person who made choices. I'm gonna and, go. and and you and, and maybe maybe to the to the extent that you are now today, but yeah. you decided to wake up every day and live life for that. Obviously it's it's a it's a hyperdrive yeah. now because yeah. life is short, right? And you never know what can happen. But uh, you know, it it's such a big component between the physical toughness that you've endured and will have to endure is one Mm -hmm. thing but the mental which is which is correct me if i'm wrong and please do it's probably harder it's harder let's talk about the mental look man so uh, i'm thankful for everybody who's been through this with me yeah 
when I started this, I had a team, still have a team. Mm. I had an ex-girlfriend. She was there for me. And, yeah. and then, you know, I have a new fiance. Yeah. She's there for me. Right. Mm. And there's two halves of that sort of thing. But yeah, I didn't realize my mental mm. until my fiance helped me realize, like, hey, Troy, like, there's more going on here. Mm. You know, this is and, and, and I think as a man. Yeah. Being able to 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 to, to stomach that, right? Yeah. And we had a conversation a little bit about it. But once you realize that, and you're able to stomach the emotional part and really mm-hmm. learn to get a control of it, yeah, then I think you're free. Sure. I think that's again in the long journey. That's what's freeing me in this second half of this journey. Is sure. Hey, you know what? I'm okay with my bad days. Yeah. I really, I'm okay. I'm human. Right. I'm, I'm gonna okay. have them. I'm gonna. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And, and and being able to say, look, this sucks. And, um, that emo- look, man, I've done therapy for it, you know, yeah. emotional therapy Sure. and it's healthy. It's been healthy for me. It's helped me get through my, you know, my, the things that were, ho- I'm a foodie. Yeah. Okay. I love to go out to restaurants. We're going to go, <laughs> trust me, I'm going to take you to some bomb food. Yeah. I'm, let's get I'm it. I'm a foodie. My, one of my biggest things was when I go into a restaurant, Mm. I felt like people were watching me. Yeah. Staring at you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Staring at me because of my injury. Sure. And Shay, my Shay would say, mm-hmm. Troy, they're looking at you because just like everybody, you entered. Mm. Mm. Oh, you know what I mean? When, when you come in, somebody comes in, they, they look at them. And they, it doesn't mean anything more than that. Sure. It was my insecurity. Right. My, my mental, mental. Right. Yeah. And I had, yeah. man, I had to do a lot of work on it. You know, it, <laughs> As as uh, I know, you don't know that much about me, but yeah. but uh, I'll, I'll bring some context to it and it'll yeah. tie into this. I always say that uh, men and women have different e words. Okay. Yep. Men have ego. <laughs> women have emotion. Yes. If you can find someone that can help you manage the two, enough. Very true. Right. It's a beautiful thing. And so here you are walking into a restaurant and people are, in your mind, only staring at you. They're like, I don't even know what I'm eating because I'm looking at Trey. It's not even that bad. Not but but that I've, bad. Been, I've been. But I've, I feel I've, that way. Of course. And I've been in situations like that as well yeah. where I feel like, I, like I'm, a, I'm a flying milk, you know, like everyone's just staring at right. me. And it's uncomfortable. But the ego kind of takes over for us, right? But here you have your fiance who can take her, you know rational emotional side and tied into you know to to um check your ego and, yeah. and check and help your insecurity yeah. it's a beautiful thing obviously it's a huge compliment Man. testament to her Man. but the other thing that i was gonna say in, in a little bit of my background is where i'm from and and and, and who helped to raise me um they have egos too and they're women right but the pride is there you know yeah. and and for men ego and pride are, are a dangerous thing and, and and if it's obviously too much of it, it's going to be bad for not only you but everyone around you definitely and the one thing that i've learned is that as a man it's hard for me to ask for help i i am more so the i got it i'll do it i got it as you walked in here and you saw the whole setup you're like damn you set up all this i'm like yeah i got it i'll do it i right, got it i got it it's me you know it's it's hard for me to ask for help and something i learned a, a, along the way is just because you have to ask for help, it doesn't mean that you failed. Because that's often in my head. I'm like, ah, oh, I, I tried, I failed. Now I have to ask preach, for help, right? Preach, preach. Just because you have to ask for help, it doesn't mean you failed. It means that you're not alone. Preach. 
Yo, you need to write this down. In, in it, that's why I was recording. That's why this is going to be the new day job, you know. But tying it into your Shay, I'm sure along this journey that, that you guys have had now, that to this day is probably a struggle for you is to asking for help. And, and, and here's the difficulty. Yes, it's hard for you to ask for help, but it's hard for her not to help you. It's hard for her not to hear you ask for help because that's a trust thing. Maybe he doesn't trust that I can do things the way he wants me to do things, right? Let's talk about it. Man, man, you, <laughs> you're hitting. So, okay, first thing I had to learn. Yeah. It's okay to ask for help. Right. Right? Right. You feel helpless and you're like, I'm defeated. Yeah. I'm defeated, right? Yeah. I'm not good enough. Right. I'm helping. That's what it means. At least to me or did. And so let, let me tell a little story. Yeah, go ahead. So imagine proposal. This mm -hmm. is the setup was this. We're on a picnic blanket. The picnic basket is on my right. Shay's on my left. Yeah. The photographer was going to say, Troy, fix the blanket in the picnic basket. Yeah. Which was the code for grab the ring and now it's time. <laughs> okay. So again, it's on the other side of me away from Shay. Yeah. The photographer says, Troy, fix the picnic blanket. Okay. Okay. It's go time. Mm -hmm. Shay ju jumps over me. He's like, no, I'll do it. You know, because she wants to help. Of course. Of no, course. babe, stop, stop, stop. No, no, you're like, babe, no, no, no. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. <laughs> you know, so because she wants to help out. Sure. And it, and it's all about finding that balance. Balance. It really is. Yeah. It's, and I try to simplify it with, with tying of the shoes. Mm. There's some shoelaces that are really too short for me to tie a good knot with. Sure. Being that my left hand is my, uh, my, my hurt hand, it's still somewhat paralyzed. Yeah. But I've, for long laces, I found a way to manipulate it, right? You figure it out. Mm -hmm. And so she, when I need help, she does it with grace. Mm. And I think that's what also gives me comfort to ask help. She doesn't make you feel defeated. Right. You know, she doesn't, she doesn't make you, she doesn't, you know, patronize you or, yes. or make you feel belittled. Yes. You know what I'm At saying? All. Like, and, and that, that says so much about her as a woman man. because she knows she's doing this for a man. Yes. And as a man to not be able to tie my shoes, Ego, pride, all of that. stubbornness, all, all of that, that we embody, all unfortunately, right? Naturally, she has a beautiful way to, no pun intended with the tying of the shoes, but to tie it all together. No, really, honestly. Yeah. It's, it says so much about her, which is, which is so amazing. Obviously, it's why she's a keeper. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's a struggle for a lot of women. You know, it's like, look, I, I want and need at this point to help you. Please allow me to. And you know what, man? Let me tell you. I'm a black man who's injured in life, right? And and usually black man is the dominant. We we yeah. rely on our specimen. Yeah. You know, we rely on on, on that to to yeah. sort of be the strong leader. Sure. Right? And so for her to be able to in those times of need help me. Yeah. But at the same time let me lead. Not from in front of her, but her being on the side of me letting me lead. Sure. Is why i decided to marry her 100 you know, i i couldn't have found a better person to be able to say okay i'll hype, tire, help you tie your shoes mm. but not diminish me as a man exactly feel smaller than and and that's <laughs> it's not easy i mean and, and listen we'll do this again while, while both our shades yeah. are on but I, I would love to hear her her side of that story because 
you know, who knows what she was going through mentally to try to find that balance that she just, you know, delivered beautifully. But you don't know what the backstory was. She could have been really struggling with that, you know, Seriously, for, for, for a, a while. while. Yeah. Um, let, me, let me let me real talk. Yeah. yeah. Add something to that. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I told Shay when we got really serious was this is part of my mental that I needed help with. What like I didn't think I was ever good enough for a girl, mm. for a woman, you know, like who wants to deal with this? for their life that's yeah. really what i felt man sure and for her to say no that, that I, guilt I, right yeah. like, like i know you're gonna have to help me at times mm. you know and she was like and mm. like i love you for who you are you mm. know what i mean she sees and past everything else she wow. doesn't even see me as injured you know? and mm. so bro it, yeah. it, i found one that was strengthened me mentally sure to help me strengthen my physical mm. that's what say that so, again man, bro Man. She helped strengthen your mental, to which in turn strengthened my physical. Man, that's a wife, man. It's I'm so happy for you guys. I, I mean, listen, and you're preaching to the choir, right? I know you get it. I you know, know you get I, it. I totally understand it. I um, behind every great man is a great woman. Great woman, and 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 that is no more fitting now than ever. You know, in in your situation, because I'm sure a lot of people who have similar life experiences as yourself especially if they're single or newly single. You said you had a girlfriend before, yeah. and, you know, throughout the, throughout the process, you guys broke up, but while you're single and trying to date, yeah. I, that's gotta be at the forefront every for time. every single person who wants to deal with this because it's, it's baggage that unfortunately you didn't cause. This is not your fault, of course. but these are your circumstances. It's what I come with. It's what you come with. And you know, uh, listen, uh, by no means, and I don't, I do not want this to come across as insensitive, no, but, but at, at no means am I comparing the two situations, but being a father to right. a daughter, right. right? And her right. mom and I aren't together. Right. When, I, when, when we broke up, oh man, I was 22. Right. You know, so I was baby having babies. Right. I, mean, I was 20 when I had my right. daughter. And, and I remember dating with my, you know, knowing I had a daughter. Right. And I remember being so scared and hesitant to bring that up. Yeah. This is before social media. So yeah. no one really knew unless yeah. I told them. Yeah. And I remember being so self-conscious about that. And like, am I going to be judged for this? Yeah. You know, yeah. who wants to deal with yeah, this? Yeah, no yeah, offense yeah. to my daughter, but in, in, the in the context of just like, it's a lot. It's extra stuff. I, I'm asking you to be with me. But then I'm also the bigger question is, can you be a stepmother mm-hmm. to a daughter that, you know, she's, she's not, not yours? Nowhere. Exactly. She's, she's a part of me. Part of me. And so, you know, tying it back to you again is just I can only imagine what your thought process was, you know, in dating and, 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 and just trying to have that confidence because as a man that's that's probably Again, sexier than anything ego, else right, ego. you know what i'm saying yeah and so you're like I, I i'm a confident man but then i have this situation so i can only imagine um you know what what that was like but let's talk a little bit again about who shay is and and I mean, obviously you know we, we sing her praises yeah, but uh man. so yeah. so um i got lucky man she, yeah. shay was a student at the school that i that, I, that i'm at and you know, we were really just friends first. Yeah. Honestly, we were going through breakups together. Mm. And, and look, in my position, I'm the re- recruitment person. I'm the okay, the friendly person. You know, I'm the person who's in front of you know, one of them. Yeah. And so, Shay and I just became friends. You know, I, I, I'm younger. You know, they relate to me. Hey, Trey, yeah. can you help me with this? You know, I can tell them the truth, but still be honest and say, hey, we can't. Sure. But I can still be nice about it. You know? Sure. And so we were both going to breakups and just kind of leaned on one another. Yeah. And then it turned into, okay, you know, this is cool. Yeah. I want, I want, I want to keep this girl around and she yeah. wants to 
she thank God wants to keep me around. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, Shay is she's she, she's an attorney. Mm. Um, she's a a, a a Iranian woman, Persian woman. Mm-hmm. Um, man, she's a firecracker. <laughs> I can tell you, Shay is a firecracker. But yeah. that but that's what I needed. You know, I need sure. she whips man. I can't tell you. I I told her. I said, look. We're gonna, so the one thing that'll break us up is this attitude. You know, again, <laughs> this is five years ago, so she's yeah. younger than she, firecracker, fire starter. Sure. But yeah. She she's incredible, man. Yeah. I, I honestly look, I am a lot to deal with. Uh yeah. le, le, injury alone. Sure. A lot to deal with, sure. right? Yeah. And she does it I don't even recall, unless I'm talking about her, that mm. I'm injured around her. I really wow. don't. You know, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Sometimes I ask her, I'm like, babe, do you ever notice that I, I walk slowly around the house? Not really. Mm. You know? Says so much about her. Seriously. I'm I'm sure, as beautiful as that is, I'm sure there's some some downs, you know what I'm saying, to, to the story. And if you can kind of recall, you know, again, we'll, we'll get her on so yeah, she yeah. can speak for herself. But in the meantime, if you can recall, maybe not necessarily just specifically her, but some things where you guys collectively have really struggled with and individually right like like maybe like you talked about you know who wants to deal with this or it's hard for me to ask for help and etc and then maybe for her it's i don't know how much to insert myself i don't want to be overbearing i don't want to you know enable or baby him so i'm sure there's some struggles so so look the great thing about us is in each of our prior relationships we learn to be upfront. so we're very our communication, I can't lie, is A1. Sure. And it's been like that from jump. We're unapologetically honest. Great. So, for instance, first date, can I sit on your lap? As in, not can I, but can I? Yeah, as is a that question. An option, right? Is, yeah. that, is, that, is that something I can do? Right. And it's kind of been that way from, you know, it's mm. always been the, let me learn about this and let me see what I, so, and I, and I laughed because the answer is obviously, but you know that's an honest question. Sure. Can, is your leg is your leg okay? Is it going to support me? Is it you know, can hold the weight? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, again, the mental aspect has been the hardest, man. Mm. The mental, literally for you, both for, of you, for, for for both of us. Okay. You know, I put her through some things that you know, just a, in terms of growing, you know, mentally. Sure. Not wanting to go places because of the injury, you know. Sure. But no, babe. Like we can go. You'll be okay. You're with me. You know. It's, and her, mm. her then feeling insecure, right? Maybe am I not enough to just be with him? Right. You know, and then you'd have we'll have to talk to talk, talk about her, talk <laughs> yeah. with her about that. But yeah, yeah. I think that my biggest goal, and I haven't said this, so this is good to say this to you pers- public, publicly. And I've always kept this to myself, but I'll put it out there now. It's been twelve years. I told myself I'm not going to stop therapy until I can run. Mm. Okay. Mm. And when you say that. 12 years ago, you're not thinking 12 years are going to pass and you're not going to be able to run. Sure. Right. Sure. So mentally, I'm in this place where we're in a pandemic. Mm. Um, I'm reevaluating. You know, it's time to sit at home and reevaluate life. Sure. And do I want to keep that goal? Mm. All right. And so I think about the mental anguish I've been through just just in the physical side of things the last 12 years. Yeah. And would I, would I put myself through another 24 years of it? No, another 12 years. Sure. 24 total. Right. Yeah. 24 total. And that's a mental anguish I'm dealing with right now, man. Yeah. It, 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 it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's killing me inside. Mm. It really is. Well, as I beautifully tie this together, I have another quote for you yes, on, on that note. And you can let me know who this quote's from because you know it. When it comes to mindset, right? You're either 
pulled by passion or driven by fear? Who's that quote by? It's from my dad. Man. Yeah. You're either pulled by passion or driven, or driven by, by fear. Yeah. Is a quote from your father. Yeah. It's a good quote. And when it comes to your mindsets we talked about and your mental, which is which is everything, right? Yeah. And again, what you believe on the inside, what you think on the inside, eventually you'll achieve on the outside. For sure. It's a long road ahead. Still is. Yeah. But as you live life day by day. Every day. At a time. You know what I mean? 12 years from now, you can't look at it like that. And you're right. And and I man, I, I love this show. <laughs> uh, I Bro, I need you to hit me up more often. That's yeah. real talk, though. Yeah, it is. And, you know, but dang, the, I didn't think it's, about it, that. listen, this is the reason why not the only reason, but one of the reasons why I want to do this show is because, you know, a lot of things that I give people, whether it's quotes, my own personal experience and, and whatever advice I can give and whatever guest, you know, was coming on, they can give their own personal experience and advice. It's not rocket science half the time i'm, I'm not i can't cure right. cancer right, right. At, you right. know but it's a friendly reminder and, and that's what you need sometimes that's more what than you, anything exactly and you know your tedx talk which i watched you know for the second time last night was in 2018 and yeah. you had that quote about your dad yeah. you know so that's how i got it. it's how i wrote it down appreciate it. and you know let today be a friendly reminder i appreciate you know that. you have you guys as, as really newly did. engaged have a lot more things to worry about, right? Than, than, than you running. That. Okay. Right, Listen, right, right, right. we're, we're going to celebrate a year in October. Congratulations. And, uh, thank congratulations. you. And I'm, so I'm fresh from it. <laughs> you know, I can, I can tell you hands on it's, it's a, it's a long road ahead in its own road. Right. Yeah. But, um, the good news is, is that you have a great support system. Yeah. And I'm sure initially with your accident, you know, your mom may have been at the at the forefront of that support group as she wrote that beautiful message and that yeah. sign behind your bed. And, and yeah. now as you're about to be married, you know, I know no mom wants to hear this, but that's where the wife comes into play. Sure. Right. As, right. as kind of passing Definitely. the baton, passing you the know, baton. exactly. Uh, moms don't kill me, you know, but uh, but, you know, Shay is is going to be now at the forefront. Definitely. Right. And again, that passed the baton moment between your mom and, and, and Shay. But I bring up your mom and, and your dad and, and you have a brother as well. Yeah. And, you know, again, Shay that and in your in your in your friends as well that that support system in life is everything let alone when you deal with something like this but you mentioned something that really resonated with me in in a in a good way but a different way because i never thought of it from that perspective so you get injured yeah and it is a serious life-threatening injury and circumstance and you said something that you said you know my support system is as affected as i am they hurt not physically as much as I do, obviously, Correct. but emotionally yeah. and mentally. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So, let me, man, you bring up some good points. First, let me say this. In my family, mom, dad, brother, two sisters. Yeah. Okay. Each of them did their own. I, I got it. Let me shut them out individually. You know, mom, mom Brown, emotionally support. You know, yeah. she's hurting inside, but she sure. can, you know, she's the one that. You know, you want to cry on her shoulder. It will be there to do anything for you. Yeah. You know, put the sign, you know, above your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad is the one fighting for you, making sure you can have the best therapy, go to the best place. Yeah. You know, make sure as a man, you're going to be good. Sure. You know, your brother's holding you down in terms of just, you know, the little things, making sure he's overlooking everything, you know? Sure. My two sisters, one of my sisters ran a marathon in my honor. Wow. To show strength. I Beautiful. Was like, man, that's great. Beautiful. My other sister, she's a surgeon. She made sure the the cut in my neck was as small as it could be, you know. <laughs> yeah. So each of them from their different it's, way. It's like a starting five. And, you, and what I say is, yeah. I'm the coach. 
Wow. It's how I like how I'm it's crazy because you're the hurt one. Yeah. But like you how you do is how the team goes. Sure. Right? Sure. You know, so so yeah. as you, like you're saying, although I'm hurt, their mental anguish. But if mm-hmm. if little things, hey, I, hey, Troy, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Sure. OK, they're going to feel relaxed now. Yeah. You know, they of sen- course. have a sense of, oh, well, they're going off your energy. Exactly. And they're going off your vibe and, yep. and, and they're going off your, your yep. mental psyche, yep. you know, and, and I'm sure as much as it was a struggle for Shay, you know, to know how to insert herself. I'm yeah. sure it was the same for your mom, it, especially I can I, I only imagine for your mom as a parent. And then I know my mom, you know, would 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 uh, echo these sentiments. We just want to take away all the pain. All we, the we want to shield our kids from any type of damage, pain, harm, illness, etc. And this is something that I'm sure she can attest to. That was probably the hardest thing for her. Accepting. There's nothing I can physically do for my boy. She said to Man. me a long time ago, Troy, I wish it was you that I wish it was me that got her instead of and you. Not you. And I said to my mom, I said, mm. look, mom, I love you. But I can, I'm okay. Like, I can do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, I got this. Sure. I, I was actually glad that if, if anybody in this family gets her, it's me. You know, mm. the, the Apple in me is sure, like, of course. It's physical. I can do this. I got it. I got this. Mm. You know, obviously, as I've gotten better, she's mentally gotten better and such. Yeah. But, you know, initially when I heard, you know, mom was, everybody's torn inside, but mom, you know, mom yeah. was so protective. And, and she, again, the coach right she's sure. learned she's probably been the slowest to learn because you know it's hard for her to see now the change sure but she yeah. um you know she, I, I i could see you know for the first couple of years the the pain in her eyes yeah and now she's a lot better thank god sure but uh um, sure and, and back to the handing off thing shay my shay mm-hmm. and my mom have a great relationship that like helps it's, it's <laughs> and my shay my shay is so my shay remember my my, she's my fiance and I said she's making wife decisions. <laughs> We're moving because of an injury thing that happened that we won't get on that. But yeah, yeah. Their relationship is so great that it makes it easier for me. Yeah. You know, oh, man. And and easier for your mom and easier for you know, for Shay. Everybody involved. Again. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about um what kind of self doubt you had during this entire process from the beginning to, to today. Yeah. Um what it was initially what it was midway through and, and, and again, what, what it is it today, you know, as far as self-doubt, just sure. kind of insecurities yeah. along those lines. So in the beginning, you know, it, it's first, can I walk, you know, yeah. that's the first it's thing. That little, the little victories. Little victories. Yeah. Like, yeah. I gotta, I gotta get up. I gotta look. I went from an apartment to now living in my parents' home. Wow. You know what I mean? Living. And, and how old were you by the way? 24. 12 and a half, 24. I'm 36 okay. now. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, 24. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I forgot my age. So, <laughs> um, so, uh, so you went from living on your own as a 24 year old man, and now you're just living came back from Morehouse. You know, you fresh to death. Home. Now you're home. But but now, so my parents, two stories. Uh-huh. You're in the, you're, you're, I'm living in the living room in a hospital bed. Wow. With a TV. You know what I mean? That became and, your bedroom. Your, your I can't go quote nowhere. unquote privacy. I can't, I can't go nowhere. You know, Man. so um, you're you're just trying to get up and get moving. Yeah. Just, honestly, it's so much, so much confusion. Sure. That, um, you know, am, am I am I good enough for anything? You know. Yeah. And, and is anybody gonna come visit me? Sure. Who, who, you know, I had to 
you know, at some point you're like, dang, I ain't seen my phone in a minute. It's been eight, nine weeks and I haven't seen my phone. Let me give it my cell phone. Mm-hmm. Let me start texting some people. I'm okay. Sure. You know? So, um, that, that was the man, that, that doubt of, is this actually going to work? Is, you know, yeah. my therapist at the time, Taylor Isaac said to me, he came to my house. Mm. He says the thing that rocked my world. He said, your in- with your injury, you have a one in a million chance of walking again. Wow. Focus on the one, not the million. Mm. And that's, bro, that's, that's, that's where it went. Mm. That's where, mm. th- and that's, that's what I try to keep, keep at, keep at this for. Yeah. Focusing on that one. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, totally. And that applies to life. Life. <laughs> we all have one in a million chances exactly. to do a lot of things exactly. or not do a lot of things. Exactly. But, Another quote from John C. Maxwell. Yeah. Life does not get better by chance. It gets better by change. By doing. You got to do. And you have to decide to want to make that change to be the one of the 1 million, 10 million, 100 million, whatever it is. Somebody's got to be that one. Someone's got to be that one. I can only imagine at a certain point in your in your recovery, in your rehab, in your therapy, yeah. it I'm gonna let you answer, and I'll, so I'll, I'll pose the question: yeah. When or if during your process were you like, "I want to be that one that motivates people. I want to be that one that stands on stage and inspires people. I want to be that one that the one other person that wants to be me has some type of role model." As soon as I prayed it in the hospital. As soon as you prayed it in the hospital. Oh, okay. I said, God, just let me do this. God inspired. That day, man, that moment, I can't tell you. I, mm. I remember feeling like I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm yeah. going to, I'm not going to let this be the, where, where it all ends, so to speak, you know, where, sure. where life just shuts down. You yep. Know? Yeah. And so I got to working, man. You know, it's a, uh, <laughs> obviously uh, a huge inspiration and, and and 12 years later you can talk about it now yeah. we can laugh about it you yeah. know you can you can yeah. you can channel all the emotions yeah. you know because it's it's been such a such a um a long road ahead but what would you say if if someone going through what you went through or similar and maybe not just physically maybe, maybe mentally you know basically when this shit hit the fan moment in in their life yeah what would you say would be the best advice you would give to them mentally? It's interesting you ask me this because I, I don't know if we talked about this, but I'm I want to do consulting work, and I'm actually going to, so I'm starting that. Okay. Um, my website's going to be up soon, mm. and I want to talk about that with people. But the thing mentally, I would say, you know, the sort of first piece of advice I would give is mm. um, remember what drives you. Mm. You know what I mean? Because every day is not going to be easy. Right. But if you remember what drives you. Yeah. That'll be the little bit of pick me up that you need. Yeah. So, you know, mentally sure. you got to hone in on something. Yeah. F- find one thing that you like, whether it be family, friends, sure. kids, personal pet, goals, whatever. whatever. Yeah. And just lock in. Yeah. That's the first thing. But see, that's that's again, it's uh, it's it's back to the mindset. Right. I mean, the the more you can master that the better and and how i've you know on a day-to-day basis right because it's always a um, a process every single day i set intentions 
I have affirmations I repeat to myself. I have mantras I repeat to myself. I read my goals out loud to myself first and foremost. And then after that, I read my goals to myself as if they're already mine. This is all a part of self-love. And this is this is another big reason why I wanted to have this show is I wanted people to tell their stories and their experiences through vulnerability, adversity, Definitely. and self-love. Yeah. And as a man and as a fellow man, yeah. that is one thing we don't often do. Now, that's that's a generational thing, right? It's a lineage thing like our fathers and their fathers and so on and so yeah. forth. Self-love for a man. They're like, what kind of conversation is that? What are you right. Talking about? But here we are in 2020 and a lot of people are like, you know, Justin or, or Troy, how did you guys get to be the men that you are today? And, and, and one of the things I always hone in on is I say, hey, self-awareness, first and foremost, definitely, <laughs> which is it's just something you cannot underestimate, but also self-love. Yeah. What is what does self-love mean to you? It means really focusing on what you need. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that. I also think that. We aren't. We haven't learned this because we're so focused on everybody else. Oftentimes, yeah, yeah. that we don't take the second, like you're saying. You know, you're second in the morning to right. repeat your goals. Yeah, like what do you really want? Yeah, and I think that what I learned again mentally, when you figure that out and when you learn that and when you start to do those things, right. everybody else becomes happy with you. Right, because then you can give to what you need once you re- once you find yourself. I always tell people. <laughs> Self-love isn't selfish. No. It's important. It's It's necessary. It's essential because the more I love myself, the more my wife, my daughter, my family, my friends, my loved ones benefit. The more my coworkers benefit, the more my anyone that comes into my space will benefit because I've done the work for myself and for you. You're really working for them, really. Exactly. And a lot of people who are are so selfless, it's like, the sooner you can channel the selfless to selfish and in a beautiful way yeah. again yeah you know selfishness when uh, happiness begins when selfishness ends yep friendly reminder you know and, and here we are saying it again but it's so important for people to really truly know what works for you what drives you what what is your passion that's going to pull you right yes. and again back to your dad's yes. quote um and obviously, it's it's an important you know piece piece to your life. Let me ask you this: from from a relationship standpoint, because obviously it's a big part of your life. How has self love and self awareness helped you in your relationship? You know, that's funny. That's a good question. It's at the forefront, actually. It has to be. It's at the forefront. <laughs> it has to you know, be. now that I think about yeah. it, yeah, because that us being able to, and we communicate that. Hey, I need this. So hey, important. I I don't need this. I, and that's what enables us to connect. Sure. So, 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 you know, it's funny you say that because I say this to people. I say, look, if you and I are together, yeah. you and Shay. Yeah. Hey, Shay, you know what? Shay says to me, hey, Troy, you know what, babe? I want my feet rubbed once a week. Mm. Every Wednesday, I like my feet rubbed. Right? Sure. That sounds selfish. It does. But guess what? If I do it and she's happy, we're happy. Guess who's going to reap the benefits? Right. Exactly. And, and so, exactly. so, and so, it's exactly. at the forefront. And, but I think that people are just scared to talk about that. Yeah. You know. Well, because it comes off as selfish. Exactly. And and that's why no one wants to be a quote unquote you know exactly. stable uh, um, uh, stereotyped or or labeled as a selfish person. Yeah. 
But again, it's so important to know what what you need, what you want, what's yeah. going to work for you. In turn, what is going to work in your relationship, yeah. you know. But again, that's a lot of that, whether it's knowing you like your feet rubbed in Shea. Right. A lot of it is whether I know I need football Sundays to myself. Exactly. Whatever the, the situation <laughs> is, I promise you it will benefit you. Exactly. <laughs> because every now and then you need to recharge. You need your day. And you, you, you got your you, time. Your time. You, you got to reset. You, you know, you, it's it's gonna it's gonna come, but you need that time to let it let it all in. I think people just aren't honest about it. I no. think that sometimes others are offended if if your girl says, "Hey, I need girls' night to have fun." Sure. Enjoy it. Yeah, totally. Enjoy. Totally. That. Go do that. Please. Yeah. Please do. You know. But and two, you know, to tie it in, it's like, I just want Shay to be happy. Exactly. So if that's what makes you happy, great. And and then the bonus of that, not that this was my initial intention, but the bonus is I reap the benefits. I'm gonna be happy too. Because you're gonna come home in a better mood. Exactly. You know, you, you gotta the heart uh distance makes the heart grow fonder. i you know, you've been gone for a couple hours, this is great. Great. Especially during a time especially of quarantine. During qu- <laughs> especially during quarantine. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know, it's again it's 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 so important and, and I really hope people prioritize it. You know, like like you said, some people are afraid to ask for it. And I think yeah. the other the other piece of it is a lot of people don't know what that looks like for them. You know, it's trial and error, right? But once you figure it out, don't be afraid to use that voice and speak up and say, hey, this is what I need. I'm sorry. This is this is a hard line for me. This is this is a I'm not asking you. I'm telling you a situation. This is, this is my thing. This is it. Right. You know, I hope you can understand. And uh, and, and the right ones do as obviously we, we have those those two right ones. Thank God. So, uh. Moving on, I, I want to, um, and, and we'll wrap up your your injury. One of the things that um, really impressed me, seeing you at the gym, seeing your your, your TEDx talk and, and some other talks and shows you you've been on, and just just getting to know you in the time, you never give up. You you personally have have never given up. So for example, yeah. like I'll I'll go to the gym right, yeah. Yeah. And, and you're already there, and I'm like. I better be here because I because I have no excuse. You know what I'm saying? Like, you right. know, for someone like you right. who it takes a lot to be there. Yeah. You have every excuse not to be there. not to be. You could hit that I give up button, yeah. as we've talked about. But you you never did. You constantly yeah. made that choice, which I know will be an inspiration to a lot of people. Walk me through kind of your mindset as to why you've never given up, why you still set goals, why you yeah. will not settle. Yeah. I think that it's all about thinking that your purpose is bigger than your mm. moment, right? Mm. Our yes. purpose is bigger than just the moment we're in. So even sitting here, us talking, yeah, you're doing this show because there's going to be a kid now, yeah. a couple years from now, who hears this like, yo, he yeah. made it. You know what I mean? He did it. He yeah. started yeah. and he did it himself. You know, me on this show. There's going to be somebody who's injured of some kind. Sure. Who's like, man, this guy's, his story is relating to me. Yeah. You know, and and I think that, so A, I really think about the purpose not being what I'm stuck in in the moment. Right. And then B, again, it's it's an all or nothing proposition to me. Yeah. I either get up and go. Yeah. And really go. Yeah. Or don't go at all. Because in something like this, you can't half step because you're only going to get half results. No. You know? And you also can't rely like on talent or just natural ability, ability no. right? No. It all will harness back to the, the power of your mind and what you what you tell yourself and what you, what you believe in. So to those people out there, like you have to put the work in. You have to decide to make the change. And this is for people even walk. It's funny. 
Shay had a girlfriend over the yeah. other day, and the girlfriend was talking about her wanting to change jobs. Mm, okay. And, you know, they're having their girl talking emotional, right? Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I said, hey, look, can I just say one thing? <laughs> I said, I'm going to say this thing, and I'm going to get back to my work. Yeah, I said, yeah. If you want to do something, if you want to do A, yeah, you have to be willing to put in the work. Sure. You know, whether whether the work is networking, whether work is education. Yeah. You got to put some work. It's not just it's just not going to. It's no. Nothing comes to people. You know, I think people make it look easy, whether it's sports, yeah. entertainment, that's sure. not the headline, teaching, you know, whatever it is. Well, anything in life worth having. Right. Ain't easy. It's not easy. Ain't you got to put the work in Ain't easy. as we kind of start to to say our takeaways from all that we've we've talked about. I think the obvious first takeaway should be never take anything for granted ever it'll it'll, it will be gone like that another thing i got from your tedx talk was um how many of us reflect on the moments lost i want you to elaborate on that because we are so set on focusing on the past and what i could have done what i should have done if I only knew then what I know now, et cetera, we're, we're so fixated on the past and trying to correct it or rectify it for the future instead of living in the present and preparing for the future. Not not too far future, but preparing for it. But yeah, man, you're bringing it. I, I, I forgot about that. quote. First of all, that quote is great. And, and, I, and I really talked about that because focusing on moments. I, I actually when I said it. I, I, I don't think I explained it as well as I would have liked to. Okay. I think that you do have to focusing on moments lost is okay. Mm, mm. I think it's how you change after that. Okay. Right. So for instance, um, when I was in junior high school, mm -hmm. I didn't make the basketball team. Right. Mm -hmm. Focusing on, okay. I didn't make the team, mm -hmm. but let me make sure that never happens again. Sure. So let me put in the work. Yeah. And and, and let me take those lessons exactly. that I learned, put in the work. Exactly. And yeah. then hopefully your outcome is better. Right. It should be. If you put in the work, it's going to be better. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, this goes from everything to, again, major major in injuries like mine. Sure. Weight loss. You know, everybody wants to say, yeah. hey, I want to lose 20 pounds. But yeah. are you putting in the work? Are you getting up? Are you? Right. Right. Et cetera. Right. Education, schooling. Yeah. So it's just it's just application. Sure. Application. Yeah. Which is consistent. Like, application <laughs> you know application. it's one thing to to do thing something once or one right. day or one right. week right? right but it's consistency and it I, goes back to that mental yeah exactly i um when i met shay my shay um <laughs> you know i told her i said essentially i'm like under construction right now i'm like a work in progress as a future boyfriend fiance yeah. husband yeah. i said but the goal is i want my actions to speak so loud you don't even hear my words. Bet. How many people just talk a good game, Bet. but they don't deliver? Bet. I said, I want my actions to be so memorable and impactful that you forgot what I was even saying. That means I won. <laughs> okay. That, that means that I'm doing my job right. More than anything you could Anything say. else. But the only way I'm going to be able to do it is if I apply that same mentality, mindset, effort consistently enough. Another thing I, I want to leave people, but you know, Per my decision to to be a better man, your decision to be a, a better man as well, but yeah. not just mentally, but physically. I want people to know who are a control person getting better. I'm getting better, but I have, you know, a, 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 this control bone in my body that I'm trying to fine tune. But 
life doesn't always go according to plan. Right. Per your circumstances at 24 years old, who knew? Who knew? And no pun intended, but one step in one direction will ultimately change your entire destination. Everything. You were walking, that's why I said no pun intended, with your step. Yeah. Get hit by a car. Yeah. And your entire destination changes for the rest of your life. But today, and the days that were up until today of 12 years, mm-hmm. you continue to take the correct steps mm-hmm. down a certain path, mm-hmm. which ultimately is leading you down not just your, your, your correct destination, but what I purposely think is your purpose exactly. in life exactly. and why you're here. And like you said, it's, it's bigger than you. It's bigger than what you could have ever imagined. For sure. And as long as you continue to take those steps down that path, don't worry about if you're going to walk down it, ride a bike down it, ride a bird scooter down right. it, drive down it. <laughs> right. Just just head down that path uh-huh. consistently because it, it'll take care of itself. But you got to be open to the messages along the way and into the maybe sometimes the reroute. Man. Like you said, you, you wanted Man. to run. You wanted to run. Man. And you're like, who knew 12 years from now I still can't run? But it's okay. Man, let me tell you something really quickly. Let me tell you something. You hit the nail on the head, okay? It, it, it's... It's like I would like to talk about every day having that motivation, that purpose, right? Knowing right. that your purpose is bigger than the moment, yeah. right? And 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 I actually, you know, a friend of mine, um, just, just uh, I'm not gonna say their name, but somebody who takes really good care of me, sure, called me two weeks ago and said she had cancer. Wow. Okay. She takes care of me. Yeah, yeah. I was right? just thinking that. Yeah. Right. And so she obviously is going through her her it's her time right sure. it's her time she's sure. now she's now the one dealing with it and i said to her literally today you know she had a something happened where her surgery got moved yeah and i said to her look don't let change mean that it's bad because in the moment she's like oh i need the surgery now no, no. that week of change mm. could be the plan that you need for whatever's gonna happen right you know yeah. i think we could still get so get so focused on now that it's happened or whatever, my time, my time, my time, sure. my control, control, right? That you are unable to, to, to step back and say, wait, there's something bigger than me. Yeah. And this is my purpose. Yeah. And I, I actually don't like pushing myself to do stuff like this. Mm. I, I normally, I won't chase it. I won't chase okay. it. Okay. If, if it, it comes, it. To, comes you, to me, I'll take it. Sure. I won't chase it because I just feel like my purpose that's whatever it'll it'll come to you when it should (laughs) you know when the person needs to hear it it'll come to me yeah you know and so when you like dude i'm humbled to be here i'm humbled to be able to 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 to, to be in front of you and to discuss and yeah and you know the one person the ten thousand people the 10 million that hear it if they can take away one thing from this man to apply for their life that's all you can ask for yeah I told you earlier, one of my self-love, self-care routines in the yeah. morning is affirmations and uh, intentions and mantras. One of my mantras is the opportunities and people that are meant for me will present themselves in a clear, obvious way. Mm. You were presented mm. to me in a very clear and obvious way. And I feel the same from my side, right? Exactly. Oh. So uh, be careful, you know, that law of attraction is, is, is a real thing. So we got a, a couple more things and, and then we'll wrap this up. Yeah, I, I, I want to give I want to give one more quote to everyone. And uh, uh, I really thought this was applicable to this episode. 
Personal breakthroughs begin with a change in your beliefs because your beliefs determine your expectations and your expectations determine your actions. How many times, because we've mismanaged our expectations, are we disappointed? Manage expectations so that instead of being disappointed, you're pleasantly surprised. Mm. And that, that's actually advice for you when it comes mm. to the running department. Mm. I, man. Manage your expectations mm. so that you're pleasantly surprised as opposed to constantly disappointed year after year. I appreciate that. Right? So <clears throat> let's get into the fun part of, uh, of, of the episode. Let's so this let's is a... Uh, I've had fun the entire time. Oh, me. no, me too, for sure. But, <laughs> but on, like a totally lighter note, yeah, you know, this is, yeah, uh, this is cool. Um, these are the round of rapid fire questions. Uh, there, there's five questions. I always prep the audience. I prep the guests. You have no idea what's coming. Yeah, yeah, you didn't no. know what was coming for this whole episode because nah, you, you didn't nah, want to be prepped. Be yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's turned out beautifully, and I'm sure this will too. Again, so so five questions Let's do it. coming your way. Let's First question is, who is or was your role model? My father. Mm. My father, uh, my, my dad grew up in South Central, man. Yeah. Um, grew up in South Central. Dad left, uh, you know, raised his brothers and sisters. Um, he went to, got into UCLA law school when that didn't exist. You know, he was, he was with a whole handful of other, you know, young black people that got into UCLA law. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, he's built himself, man. Yeah. Um, fortunate enough to where my, you know, my family owns a university. Mm. Um, you know, again, that's not to diminish anybody else, but he's, done a great job and he's so you know you'll meet my dad he's so still himself he's not sure you know the shine hasn't changed true to who he is you know a person a person that's that's you know rock solid you know you're what you're gonna get you know yeah no matter the accolades the stuff yeah you know the president title whatever sure he doesn't care about that it's a beautiful thing man especially from one black man to another who as drake so eloquently put it Boo-hoo, sad story, black American dad story. Lucky for you, brother, you don't have that. So kudos to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, okay, so question number two. What does your dream life look like? That's easy. Um, I'm happy with my family. Mm. You know, happy and healthy. Yeah. You know, I, I don't... Would it be nice to have a big house? Sure, but is it necessary? Not if we're... I'd rather happiness than being a big house. Sure. You know, sure. and so um, yeah. Shay and I build on that every day, just about yeah. being being happy. Sure. You know, look, man, you can buy the biggest house you want, and you can furnish it to the T. Right. But what you can't put in there, unless it's already there, is happiness. Happiness. <laughs> happiness. Um. Cool. So, question number three: What's the best advice you've ever received? And then two part actually. Second part is, what's the best advice you'd give to someone? Which you kind of answered, but um. Maybe you want to add something sure, else. So sure, first sure. is, again, what's the best advice you've ever received? So I must say, and I, I haven't talked about this yet. My grandfather okay. passed away recently. He mm-hmm. said to me when I was younger, he said, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. Mm-hmm. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, 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 Which is very fitting. Right. Right. For right, you. Right. Yep. And so, you know, that and, the, you know, pushed by passion, pulled by fear. Yeah. I mean, opposite way around yeah pulled by passion pushed <laughs> right, by fear right, right. <laughs> um the best advice you know j- just honestly one one thing that i haven't talked about we, we talked about but not mm. straightforward like i'm gonna say right. 
I would tell people to focus on their mental. Yeah. You know, focus on like it's okay to focus on your mental. Yeah. And you know, this whole mental health is really big right now. Yeah, thankfully. And and I don't think it necessarily means you know having ADHD or all of these things, it's just, right. but it just means focusing on who you are. Whatever that means Whatever, to you. And, and really yeah. just um, finding your happiness. Happiness. Yeah. Question number four. Yeah. What do you want to be known for when you leave this earth? Oh. So think legacy. Yeah. Um, I just want to remember for inspiring. Mm. You know, that that's that's I just wanna have um someone, something yeah. that I don't I don't wanna actually don't want a big statue. I don't want that type of legacy. I want this legacy where it's passed down to lives on. It lives on and yeah. a great quote or a great, hey, look at this or hey, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I, I love uh, it. That, that's what I want. Yeah, it's actually okay. more or less what uh, for me as well. Last question. Yeah. What does Troy admire most about Troy? Ooh. Um, I think I'm a really good hearted person. Mm. I think I really. I'm people person first people pleaser, actually. Okay. And that's why, you know, when you talk about self-love, self-love, I, I really, I really had to learn it. It's a struggle. Right. It yeah. is. And again, because of Shay, I did. Yeah. But, um, I am re- like, I'm genuine. The person you see is the person you're going to get. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really, I'm thankful that I have that character. Yeah. And yeah. I, I can attest to that. I appreciate for sure. that. So two more things. Yeah. What's next for you? What's, what's, what's going on? What, what do you got? What do you Ooh. got brewing? Um, um okay. Working so. On? podcast i mean the podcast you the <laughs> website um yeah, yeah yeah you know i really i was talking to my brother and my dad actually so remember my ted talk i talk about golfing yes yeah my dad called me two or three weeks ago and again everybody's learning still think, look i'm 12 years but they're still learning sure hey troy i'd like you to come out on the golf course with me and your brother mm-hmm. i know you can't hit but just ride in the cart just be a part of it yeah i'm there yeah and we were talking and my brother said, hey, Troy, you know, I think you have a lot of experience that you can share with others. Yes, and, 100%. And, and, and sometimes, you know, people aren't always comfortable with the uh, with the therapist, you know, the men, the, the doctorate, the sure. person who's going to be analyzing them. Sure, sure. So why not come from a more of a from a perspective, you know, friend, coach, something just more that, personable. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and more intimate. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that that's I actually, you know, when you said that, I was, I was like. That's what I'm doing anyway. Why not right. just offer it on a bigger scale? Yeah. So I, I, that's really what I'm excited about. Um, yeah. I'm still in the law school. So law school just started, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole other episode. Right, <laughs> yeah. um, otherwise, man, getting ready to get married. I was going to say the wedding. Getting ready to get married. Man. <laughs> yeah. So I, gotta, yeah. Gotta, gotta, I hope our, our fiance or my fiance and your wife are talking about she wants to do destination. Yeah. Which I'm open to. Hey, we're. we're right. Yeah. Right. So um, yeah, I'm excited about it. Well, you know, uh, we're definitely here for the wedding talk. We're, we're, we're here for, for anything else, you know, obviously both, both of you guys need as I'm looking forward to uh, years to come, you know, of, yeah, of, of, a, of a good friendship. Definitely. It's interesting because, you know, you said, you know, your your brother hits you with, I think you should be doing this. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, I'm already kind of doing that. That's how this came about, man. I was going to ask l- you. L- let me just tell you, that's how I've never even talked about this in the show, but this that's how this came about. Yeah. Um, I am usually the uh, person people come to for advice, whether it's yeah. friends or family. And uh, 
but I am also, let me just throw this caveat out there. I'm also the uh, financial advisor who's who's great at his job, but filed bankruptcy 27 get, times, that, right? That's me I'm great at giving advice, but I can't take my own. <laughs> right. But uh, that's what makes us, us really good at, at that, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's how it came about. You know, I would always help my friends out and as, as best as I could from personal experiences. And yeah. and then, you know, as, as I got older, I'm a, I'm a people person myself. And I started to build a really good community around me. And yeah. I really you know, loved getting to know each individual on a personal level yeah. individually. And I was like, I can like try to marry the two of my people skills, comfortability in front of the camera right. of 15 years of modeling. I don't feel like we were in the front of the camera. <laughs> exactly. Like well, the that, that's, that means I, I, did, I did my job well. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, taking my, my community and their stories and, and putting mine with theirs and hopefully inspiring people. Yeah. So, uh, Hey man, listen, it, it's, uh, who said this? Uh, oh, Drake again said, "I thought it and I achieved it." Yeah. You guys think it. You and your brother, you will achieve it, and you're already down that down that road, obviously as well. So the last and final segment of this entire amazing. Man, I'm sad. This is an episode. So quick. Yeah, no, right. Um, and I always do this w- with my guests because, again, as I talked about earlier, you know, every now and then it's nice to have a friendly reminder, yeah. right? But every now and then, it's nice to remember how far you've come in life especially for you and your journey and where you are today so i call this the acknowledging my my guest segment of of the show so allow me to um acknowledge you for for a sec man first and foremost i admire and respect the hell out of your perseverance i don't know what it's like to be in your shoes but i know with my own personal battles which i've given up on a lot of times I'm pretty sure initially I probably would have gave up if, if, if I was in your shoes in that hospital bed in a coma and I wake up and I get hit with all this news, you're never gonna be able to walk again. And I'm thinking, you know, just long term, as I'm sure it flashed, be, you know, before your eyes, I would probably give up. So the fact that your perseverance and your mental grit and strength is what it is, is something that I'll always remember. Thanks, man. I'm honored to know you, you and, 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 and to hear your story, especially at, at the personal level you know, that, that I do now. Um, but if I can also add to it, it's your drive, man. Again, it's that will to just never give up. It's that, it's that determination to set new goals, accomplish them, celebrate for a second, and then, and then keep it moving, right? And then, again, your strength, both mentally and, and physically. You know, the, the physical thing... Listen, the physical thing doesn't work unless the mental thing does. Okay, first and foremost. So the mental, we, yes. I know we keep repeating it, but for everyone watching, that's how important this it's is. It's so real. It's so <laughs> like, real. It, it, it's so real. Yeah, that's why we keep honing in on it. Got to. Um, so again, man, I, I want to thank you. I want to uh, thank you for being the inspiration that you are. Thank you. Man. That I know you'll continue to be. Um, I wanna I wanna thank you for being you. You said something about your dad that you said, you know, all the accolades, all the money, all the success, all the titles he could probably have. It never changed him. Never changed. To be who you are and to have the heart that you said you admire the most about yourself, but to have the heart that you have and just the the, the genuineness that you Thank embody you. is uh, it's a beautiful thing. We, we need more like you. Um, I feel the same way, by the way, man. It, it's oh, so refreshing. You. Thank you, man. I appreciate it's that. Refreshing. 
So uh, thank you for, for doing this. You're going to help out a ton of people, which is the whole goal and purpose of this entire show. This has been fun. Man. <laughs> Good. Good, man. I'm, I'm, well, again, you're the ninth episode. I've gotten a lot better. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, I, um, I appreciate you. I appreciate the time. I appreciate your story. I appreciate you sharing your story. And um, and I'm looking forward to uh, more episodes to come. Again, we'll, we'll get the shades on. Man, that, that'll be an interesting episode. <laughs> yeah. But I, this is my official, you know, I want to say thank you for having me to share this story. Yeah. Um, but more just to grow our friendship, man. Yeah, you know, for sure. I really feel a bond here. Yeah. Um, we got to do dinner. I'm a foodie, as I said. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think you're doing this and showing that my biggest thing is like it's possible. Again, as we spoke about and 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 i know you as the host don't feel so but you're a testament to showing people it's possible thank you and so to see you putting your mind look you took something where you're kind of doing this again not for free like you're getting paid but you're you're doing it and you're showing your talent with it and that's yeah. amazing to see the transition i think that thank you you know you're not stopping at one thing but being multifaceted yeah i don't know this is good i appreciate it man it was well thought out it was well, thank man, you very I'm much like, man this is this is a great to be I appreciate a part of it. seriously well, look again. It's it's uh it's this is bigger than me, as we talked about. Yes, it, sir. You know, it's yes, sir. It's God's plans. It's divine timing. It's uh putting that consistent action. Uh, people believe it or not, I am a man who opens up a lot of doors and walks in a third of them, <laughs> because I have so many ideas and I want to do For things. Sure. This door, as soon as I opened it, it pulled me, and my go. passion. There you go. It's a great way to end it with a force that I can't even deny it. I can't even stop it if I wanted to. I truly feel that way. So um, again, man, there's going to be more to come. And, uh, and, and I'm glad you're a part of it from the beginning because that, that's, that's, that's going to be memorable. Thank so you. I appreciate you, I'm man. I'm excited to see this in the years to come. Like, man, I was yeah. on this show. Matt's down. Remember, kid, I was on. For sure. You know, with Uncle Justin, I was on. <laughs> Absolutely. So I appreciate you, brother. Thank man, you so thank much, you. man. Thank you. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Man, Troy's story always inspires me every single time I hear it or talk about it, especially with him. I was so excited to have him on the show to really spread some awareness and some light to people who may be either going through exactly what he went through or very similar or know someone that has has been through something similar. One of the things that really stood out to me that I didn't even think about when I had my pre-call with him and I was prepping for the episode was how much of an impact his accident and his new way of life has not only affected him, but his loved ones around him, his support system. You know, and, and when I started to talk on the, on the episode, I was like, man, like your fiance is probably going through it, you know, for many reasons. Number one is, you know, her trying to balance keeping you as her man um, your masculinity at the forefront to, to not make you feel uh, less than or to belittle you, but also trying to really show you, hey, you can lean on me, you can trust me, I'm here too. I'm so grateful he was able to be vulnerable in the sense of, you know, understanding that it is difficult for him to ask for help. You know, he does feel bad, he does feel guilty, but at the end of the day, he knows that, you know, his, his fiance and future wife is willing to help out and wants to help out. And, and ultimately needs to help out, you know, and that's that's such a beautiful thing for them to understand that and for them to be able to communicate that. A lot of that comes down to trust, trust that I can confide in you, trust that I can come to you and ask you for help, 
trust that you're not going to judge me. I mean, that's that's what is almost at the, the, the forefront and the pillars of any successful relationship is communication, trust, and honesty, and being able to confine in someone and ask them for help, you know. So I, I really admire Troy and Shay for, you know, practicing that and implementing that into their life. You know, we, we watch the news sometimes and or, and or we hear stories from friends and family about tragedy, you know, and Let's be honest, we're all sitting there thinking, yeah, but that wouldn't happen to me. You know, at least I'm, I'm guilty of saying that for a lot of my life. And then, you know, when I met Troy, for some reason, his story really stuck with me. And, and I was just thinking, once I heard the details of it, I'm like, man, that could have been anyone. I mean, and that really blew my mind. And, and, it, and it made me think about all the things that I take for granted. You know, all the times that I complain about things that are really at the grand scheme of things, not that serious. They're not that important. And the most important, they're not really worth my time and energy. You know, when you hear Troy say that he was told he couldn't walk again, you know, they ordered a wheelchair for him. He was in a coma for X amount of time. You know, he was living in his parents' living room again from, you know, being 24 years old, you know, just got home from college. He's thinking he's going to start his life. He's got his whole life ahead of him. And then this accident happens, and now he's crippled in his parents' living room. I mean, just think about that for a second. Like, especially during a time right now, during COVID, you know, we're all hoping and waiting and wishing for things to go back to quote-unquote normal. And at the end of the day, we, we can't stay in the future with that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, we have to control what's in our control. We have no idea what's going to happen out here and when we can go back again to quote-unquote normal. But in the meantime... We could take advantage of today and we can make today the best day of the year. We can make today count, right? Muhammad Ali has a beautiful quote and he says, don't count the days, make the days count. And for someone like Troy to embody that literally for years now is so inspiring and it's so helpful and so encouraging, at least for me. And again, I'm sure a lot of people out there can relate. One thing that we talked about in this episode, and, and I know for a fact I'll talk about it on a majority of my episodes, is the importance of mental health and mastering your mindset and controlling your thoughts and what you tell yourself and more importantly, what you believe. That is something that cannot be taken lightly. Had Troy not mastered his mindset and spoke to himself out of love, encouragement and support, he would not be where he is today. He had every reason and every excuse to blame people, to complain, to play the victim role, but instead he took his circumstances and made the best of them. And that's something that we can all admire from afar if you don't know him and if you didn't watch this and just heard him. But, you know, knowing him, it's it's truly an inspiration every single time I'm around him. You know, in, in any situation in life, when it comes to asking for help, this is something that I know I try to practice on the daily, you know, because it's very difficult for me to ask for help from my wife, from my friends, from my family. I think I'm Superman sometimes and I think I can do it all in the same day and if you don't believe me watch me kind of thing you know that's how confident I am in my abilities and I think we all are to some degree but guess what life is hard as it is but it's even harder if we try to go about it alone if you know someone or if you are this person that is in a relationship with your partner and you're struggling with trying to find your lane and, and how to help your significant other I, I strongly suggest, guys, you delegate, lean on that person. That's what they're there for. You would do the same for them, right? 
And listen, this is something I have to take my own advice on. There's so many times where my wife looks at me and I'm like stressed out or trying to do 10 things at once. And she's like, can I help you? And my initial reaction is, no, I'm okay. Thank you. I got it. But in reality, in my head, I'm like, take the help, man. <laughs> you know, but that other person doesn't know unless you communicate that. And that's, that's in our control. And that's having a sit down conversation and saying, hey, look, thank you for asking for help. You know, I'm going to take you up on it and I'm going to trust that you're going to do the job the way that I would do it. And that just comes from a place of trust and, and also love and respect for that other person. That's so important in any relationship in your life, whether it's partners, friends, family, work relationships, especially as well. So again, that's something I really wanted to uh, address a second time here on these show notes to make sure that we all got that point across. Speaking of gratitude, <laughs> this is something that, uh, you know, is has been a huge component of my life over the last two years or so. There's a book that was given to me by a really good friend of mine called The Magic. The author is Rhonda Byrne. If you guys have heard of her, she is the author of The Secret. You know, this book called The Magic, again, is all about gratitude. It's all about appreciating things in life that we normally take for granted, whether it's health, friends, family, loved ones, job, money, car, home, etc. Right. There's always going to be things to complain about. Right. But there's a great quote in this book that says complaining is poverty and gratitude is riches i'll say that again complaining equates to poverty and gratitude equates to riches that's something that i i keep at the forefront of my life for every single day you know and and, and every day i wake up before i check my phone before i get out of bed i reflect on my intentions for the day i set aside time to be grateful for being able to wake up for being grateful to have the gift of health which is truly keeping us all alive (laughs) to be grateful to be laying next to my beautiful wife our little furry son chicago (laughs) my beautiful daughter my mom my family my friends etc and every night before i go to bed i lay down and i sit there and i reflect on all that i'm grateful for for the day but i really try to hone in on one thing on one major thing that i'm grateful for for every single day and the beauty of the exercise again this is per the book is that when you try to reflect on one specific thing that you're grateful for, for that day, you end up doing a highlight reel of all the potential things you could be grateful for for that day. So by recognizing, acknowledging the many things you could be grateful for and then just picking one, you're actually showing gratitude to each and every one of them. And again, the more grateful you are, the more riches will be brought into your life. And not just materialistic. Let's, let's, let's make sure we, we, we make that clear. So again, if, if there was ever a moment where we all needed to sit down, take an assessment of our life, and pick all the things that we're grateful for and we're blessed to have, it's now. It's now. It's today. 2020 has been crazy. But if anything, it, it's, it's taught us this. There's very little in our control. And you never know what's going to happen to you tomorrow. And so with that being said, the overall message of this episode that I want to leave you guys with is before you go to bed at night tonight, if you're waking up or no matter what you're doing and what time of day it is, whenever you're listening to this, however you're listening to this, take a moment. Think about all the things that you're grateful for right now in your life. Do a highlight reel. Reflect on all that you've been blessed to have and all that you're going to be receiving in the future. All right, guys, before I head out of here, I just wanted to add something new to the show, and this is something I'm going to implement after every single episode, and that's going to be a quote of the week. And this quote really stood out to me because it's exactly 
how I feel about this this new journey that I'm on, this new venture in this podcast. And this quote is from Alan McGinnis, and it says, There is no more noble occupation in the world than to assist another human being. The reason why that quote really stood out to me is because that's exactly how I feel. You know, in this whole podcast and, and, and my me finding my true passion and purpose in life, there is nothing greater, in my opinion, than helping someone out. And that's the sole reason why I started this entire thing. You know, I told my wife over a year ago now, and when I when I first thought about this show, and I said, at the end of the day, I just want to help people. And even if I help one person, then it, it was worth starting it. So I couldn't agree more with this quote from Ellen McGinnis. And I really hope you guys can um, truly feel the authenticity and the, the passion behind, you know, why I created this. And, and I'm so appreciative and thankful and grateful for all of the love, the comments, the reviews, the ratings, the messages, the phone calls, the text messages. Like it has been a crazy first week of this show. I could not be more appreciative, more thankful and more grateful. (laughs) So again, thank you guys so, so, so much. If this is something you guys could relate to and or if you know someone else that can relate to it, please leave a rating, leave a review, and share this with the world. I know that Troy's situation and all of his support system, I know they're not the only ones who are going through this. I know that they're not alone. So let's spread some love. Let's spread some positivity. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing week. And I'll see you guys next week. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.